Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Worsham. With me, as always, the one, the only, the zip, zip, zip to my Lou, <laughs> the, the KevinMiller.com. Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Press square to dig some posts. Oh, man. I spent, uh, I spent the today. Uh, the today. Yes, the today and the yesterday mm-hmm. digging holes. In my backyard. Just for fun. For a, yes. Just to see what's under there. For a fort for my children. A fortnite? A fort. I will, it will take, I think, well, I'll probably take three or four fortnights by the time I'm (laughs) all said and done. That's 14 days. I've been talking about doing this for, what, years now at least, right? Oh, it lived longer. And uh, so. 17 years. I have about a 12 foot patch next to the back of my backyard. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of unused space. Yeah. And I put a garden there it began, mm-hmm. and then initially, and then that just, it was great. Like we had watermelon and tomatoes, uh, but then nobody wanted to take care of it, myself included. Yeah, it takes work. And then, uh, and so now it's just sat there. I put some mulch on it and and I was like, you know what I'll do? I was going to build the kids a tree house in the tree. Yeah. And then I found out that this tree is a eucalyptus that when you, it's like you screw, put a screw in there and a board. And after a while, the eucalyptus just kind of grows around that screw and rejects it. So when you grab the board one time, it'll just fall out. Like it'll just pull right out. Oh, that's so brilliant. Yeah. So maybe it's an intelligent eucalyptus for all I know. It could be listening right now. And I hope not. What if it, because they're, they could, like the ends, like the whomping willow. What if it just comes out and it starts wailing on us? Oh, that does seem like the type. I recently had it trimmed and I would feel really bad if it would. Maybe it likes that. Maybe it's like, oh, thanks. Well, according to the arborist, it mm. needed it. It was and an unhealthy shape. Who who doesn't have an arborist? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how I, do you not have an I arborist? I call the guy to trim a tree. We'll eventually get to video games. Just hold on. This uh, is, see, just imagine as you're describing any action, what a button you would press to make it happen. So for digging posts, it's uh-huh. press down an X. Yeah. For for gardening, it's just X or it's yeah. just square, 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 so, square yeah. garden. Yeah, yeah. What would be a circle though in a garden? Would that be like to switch? I think. Yeah, maybe like, like that would be to like gather. Yeah, you like press you, triangle to call the arborist. 
Yes. That's the, <laughs> he or, flies or in. hint. He comes yeah. in and gives you a hint yeah, of yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing wrong. That's your special. So I called to get this tree trip because limbs were just falling out of it. It was over that uh, house. And you had I didn't to catch him by pressing square. Yep. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to hit the the tree. And I I knew that I don't care how many combinations of L one and R one I hit. There's no way I'm going to be able to catch these limbs, and they're just going to fall. Yeah, you can't stray fast enough. Maybe them. maybe that's the exposition. Maybe you know, oh, maybe yeah. it's the tutorial mode of my my mom is walking out there and a, a limb falls yep. on her, and then now that's why I have to go on these escapades into some dark tree world. Oh, this is this is like good. into an alter, uh, alter dark universe. tree world. Yeah, and. Get Sony on the line, kids. <laughs> We've on. got another hit. And the ideas are flowing. <laughs> and uh, so so anyway, so the guy comes out and he takes a look at it to give me a, uh, a quote mm-hmm. on how it is. Yep. That's L2 to get a quote. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. And uh, and then I hit options because I was like, choose he was them. like $1,200 oh, yeah. or something. He goes, but he goes, here's the thing. You're going to want to get an arborist out here. And I said, a what now? Uh-huh. He said, an arborist. Yeah. And I said, who's that? He goes, that's a tree specialist. <laughs> and he's going to come out here and he's going to tell me if this tree is, because this tree looks sick, man. I got to tell you, it looks sick. It's not good. Not good. But he said like this. Yeah, under the whole time. And which is, it's ironic because we're talking, you know, full full graphics. This isn't an 8-bit situation. So every time you press triangle, you summon the arborist? Yeah. Man, and it costs a lot of money. Actually, <laughs> honestly, it doesn't cost that much. It costs oh, really? like 150 bucks for a guy. How much time? I don't does know how spend? he could pay his bills for. He yeah. come out for an hour. Well, a hundred dollars for. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, did you know that an arborist existed before this conversation? I did. I didn't know. Have I you ever used one. an arborist? I can't press the triangle button. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying. Has there ever has there ever been no. a situation that but, has come up where you needed to push the triangle? But there are certainly people with a lot of money under their options menu yeah. to spend on arborists, companies, indiv- very wealthy people. You live in L.A., man. There's yeah. going to be people everywhere. I wonder if does this make me one of those people because yeah, I've I, had an arborist. You have been one of those people for a while. If you mash uh, R three uh-huh. or L three, I get a stats. You get to see all the people like you in the area. Oh really? I get <laughs> yeah. to see my friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. friends who have also you, called arborists. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you're uh, identified by the number of uh, plant symbols above your head. <laughs> so you have one tree, meaning you've called one arborist. <laughs> Do you know? So the arborist comes out for one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. And uh, and then he, you know, those trees I have in front of my house, like on yep. the the, you know, how they put a tree next to the sidewalk. Right? He did your whole property. It's not just per per tree unit. Well, he's an arborist, and evidently, to be an arborist, you got to really love trees. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he wanted to talk about all things trees. He's like, finally, he's, I had a. It's like reverse psychology, where you pay them to listen, they you pay them to talk. <laughs> I had a cherry tree in the front yard. I don't know if oh, you yeah. remember that. He was like, yeah, you got to get rid of that. That's dead. I go, oh. no, no, the leaves. No, it's dead. I'm telling you. And he goes over and he shakes it. And he points to the ground. He sees how the ground shifts like that. He goes, yeah. He goes, his root ball's dead. It's not even grabbing wow. anything. He says, this thing will pull out if you try hard enough. He goes, Man. I don't want to push it under your house. I love dark arborist. Yeah. It's my new favorite game. Then he gets a wood chisel because a wood chisel is your pocket knife for an arborist, evidently. Apparently. I feel like that's like the switchblade of, you know, weapons. Like, I feel yeah. like... Do you have to be a tree hugger to be an arborist? I would imagine. No, it's a scientist. It's okay. like meteorologist. All right. The news channel has nerds. So the, he... The topiary people have nerds. Nerd. He, uh... Nerd. Who's there? <laughs> the nerd. He, so he does this... He, he chisels away the base of the root, and I still don't know what that tree is called. Right? Yeah, Just he, he the, wouldn't even tell you? Right above the grass. He pops it. Well, I didn't ask because uh, I, was so, I was so amazed by this. He chills. Have I done this for you already? No, no. Take a piece of the bark off yeah. of that tree near the base where the root you is. Chew right? it. And he, no, you smell it. Uh-huh. And it smells 
amazing. Really? And he says, you see that right there? Take a whiff of that. And I get a whiff of it. He goes, that's where they got the uh, flavor for root beer. No. I said, that's what I said. I said, no. He goes, yeah. Yeah, it's good. He goes, I'm taking the whole street like this. What? Yeah. So I don't know if you boil the bark. Did he did he pull out a, a tree palm frond and hold it to the north winds and just fly away yes. when he was done? He was. He was, he was, he was Mary Treepins is what he was. <laughs> That's worth two tree symbols above your L3 arborist icon. That's remarkable. Yeah. So anyway, so now I'm building. So now I can't put a, a tree fort there for the kids. Yeah. And the reason I bring this up on this show is because, A, it's top of mind. Yeah. B, because what I found interesting about the world that I live in, and I'm sure many of our listeners, I don't know how if we have to have some people that listen who are closer to our age bracket. Yeah. Right. And we grew up in an era, even today, even as gamers, you and I, yeah. where we would spend many an hour, so mm-hmm. many an overnight session playing nothing but games. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah as absolutely. children, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and adults, but go on. And Yes. But it feels, as an adult, it feels, I don't know why. Young adult. It feels less risky. You know, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, I'm, sure, I'm on my sure. own time. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I do. Yeah. So I'm I'm building it's so we but we would go outside and play a lot. Mm-hmm. That was that was a thing. You played, That's back when they used to have outside. Right. You would play, right Kevin, you would play outside more than you played video games as a child. Not by child, not by choice, but yes. Not by choice? Yeah, parents would be like get away from the Atari, go outside. Oh, my never my never did that, but yeah. I would have friends who would just they would we would we had this natural draw to go outside. I, I feel like between all the activities, the one that made the most uh, emotional weight on my memory was homework. I feel like if I had to look back at free time outside of school, the thing that I remember doing the most was homework. Oh, really? More than playing outside. I know I did that, and I know I played video games, but the thing I remember is copious hours of homework. I remember playing street football with my friends mm-hmm. and lots of ball tag we thought we invented this yeah. because we got bored one day. Yeah. So I, ha- I found a tennis ball, and so we started playing ball tag. And it's it was dodgeball, right? Is it dodgeball without a court? Oh, that's pretty it's, fun. It's parkour dodgeball. Please say that again. It's parkour dodgeball. Man, that is that so is a sexy word. Parkour because dodgeball. We would jump around bushes and stuff, yeah. and while you're chasing, if you're it, you yeah. have a tennis ball, and if you tag it with the ball, that uh-huh. person's it. R one to crouch. Yep. And you hide and in the I bushes. I broke my buddy's arm yes. because I was chasing him, and he ran in between a car, and he, and he was, and then a bike was coming. And he couldn't hear it, and the bike crashed into him and broke Man, his arm. Twenty one years of friendship. You've never told me that you you harmed another human being. Well done. Well, it, because I feel like they were offsetting penalties because it was a couple years later. I was at his family reunion with him, and yeah. we were practicing. They did, they did softball for their family reunion. Uh-huh. I was raised by hillbillies mm-hmm. and rednecks, and we didn't play sports yeah. for our family you, reunion. You tossed axes and they, ate goats. Mm, more like skip bow and dominoes is what we did and drank <laughs> sweet tea. Oh, that, that think more cookie than uh, I, mean, I have seen reality TV show. You guys were barring <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was a lot more opportunity there. So, uh, so anyway, so he takes me. We go with it, and then I was following back because it was time to eat, and yeah. we were hitting the ball while we were going back from where we were eventually going to play. Yeah. And I said, "Hey, give me a turn." And I stepped. He goes, "One more hit," 
and I stepped too close to him, and I was like, oh, and then I turned around, I heard it connect, and as I turned around on his <sighs> backswing, the bat crossed yes. right across the bridge of my nose. Oh, my gosh. I wore glasses, and it burst my blood vessel like it split my head open by about six inches right Never here. Never heard these stories. And I fell down to the ground to try to make him feel bad. Yeah. Because it didn't really hurt. Yeah. And I remember having my hands over my face like this, right? Yeah. And then I felt like a warm water <gasps> over all of my hands and face. It yes. was like, that can't be right. And I was afraid to open my eyes underwater yeah. at this age. Which is twelve. I was a manly man, <laughs> so I reach. I look up at him, and my poor buddy sees his friend, yeah, covered, covered in blood, in blood all over face his face, bleeds. and yeah, pulse rate shooting up at yeah! him. Yeah, right you face. have told me this story. I right out of my that. face, and yes. he just panicked. So they caught. I had to get go to get stitches. Blah blah blah. He thought it killed you. Yeah, oh, it was fine. Amazing. So we were fine. We were. I, I broke his arm. Split <laughs> my face open. You know what I mean. He, everything's even. Hey, we got a great show today. <laughs> So here, let me get back to my oh, fort. Oh, there's more? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so the fort was this. So I built this fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my children, while I'm building the fort, yeah. an activity for them to do outside, what do you think? Oh, they're playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, do you know what I cracked last night? They're and playing I Dark not, Arborist. I have not had time to play, no. and I have been chomping at the bit to play. Uh, Shadow of War. And I crack it open last night. I don't own Shadow of War. Oh. Uh, I failed you as a friend. No, you don't. Um, I'm going to go buy it. Excuse me. What? <laughs> oh, I forgot your movie. Oh, movie. oh gonna, uh, it came? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. Did you watch it? No, oh. we were going to watch it. I meant to give it to you tonight. <laughs> That's funny. That's last week's episode, Qu uh, Quinn. Justin is in the film, <laughs> not another celebrity movie. Uh, I purchased a copy of it for him. It's terrible. We can't wait to watch I, it. I hope somebody's watching it. At, like some, yeah, some it's going to be great. Administrator is like, I'm telling you, our sales have jumped up 300%. I don't know what's going on. Two people bought one guy, bought two copies. <laughs> Not on accident. Um, was a, It's a game. You're chomping at the bits of play. Is this a play. fun game to play? The, me guessing yeah. what game you want to play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I, it's should, hilarious, by the way. It's Psychonauts. No. No. Uh, Sly Cooper. No. Um, no. Uh, it should be Madden. No. Oh, come on. I play that whenever I want. Something you've been crazy to play. Yes. Chomping at the bit. Destiny. No. Two. No. Come on. No. Am I close? No. Oh, uh, the new Monopoly. No. Oh, I give up. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins. I was never going to get that. You bought it for me for my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. I did. We got you that and something Mass else. Effect on dra Andromeda. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm super excited to play these games, yeah. but I have not had time they've literally sat unsealed yeah no for two sealed. three weeks now unopened unopened what did i say unsealed would unsealed. mean that they're unopened they literally sat with a seal not sealed <laughs> there's so many layers literally <laughs> uh -huh. so anyway so i finally crack it open and i'm yeah. playing this and it's in egypt i'm like oh this is fun ah, and the kids cool. are watching me they're like oh my gosh so yeah, yeah, yeah. the kids are hooked on mutant league football they play on the yes. same team together they just won the, the mayhem bowl oh good they for them on season mode yeah so they come out i'm digging two foot holes so yeah. that i can build stilts that go five feet up in the air sure uh and put a concrete base for them and everything so it's how safe. are you gonna get the ps4 up in this that's, fort? <laughs> that's coming oh no so so they, they, they yell they yell it while their father's sweating in the backyard dad we just won the super bowl of mutant football <laughs> that's great son yeah we won <laughs> you know what? We're also the Philadelphia Evils <laughs> when we won. <laughs> it's weird. 
This is Jack, <laughs> six years old. From from Jacob's room. Nope, right? from the back door. Oh, they didn't even bother. Can't even get touched by the UV ultraviolet rays yeah, of yeah, the yeah. sun to come yeah. out and get some vitamin D. He's, yeah, he's, he's sheltering said, from I, the dark arborist. That's great, son. All right. And then he goes back inside. I come in. They're playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Yes. They, Did they delete your game? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Because uh, they, they have their own profile. They would be dead. <laughs> uh, but I love that there was a moment. I'm sorry I'm hogging up so much of this thing because you said you had a lot to say. So but, much uh, to say. But the funny thing to me was is I'm making them lunch, and it's I have moments, and I wonder if this is because we are gamers. Mm. I have moments as a father where I behave as a child yeah, because yeah. he's playing my game, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me no, that he's totally. playing my gift yeah. as my game. And he's further than you were? Yes. Uh, now he said, he goes, he goes, dad, I just, I just okay. did another mission. And that's I said, okay. oh, good. And then he goes, he goes, dad, I, I'm i level three now. What level are you? I said, mm. two. He goes, oh, I'm level three now. And this is what I said. I apologize for my language. <laughs> Buckle up. So if you don't like foul language, skip ahead 10 okay. seconds. Because I said, yeah, well, some of us are build a fucking fort for other people while other people are playing video games. <laughs> and and this, he said, he said, beat, beat. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> well, at least he, at least he was appreciative. Jacob gets it. Jack doesn't care. No, but so they want the PS4 in the fort. Did they say Jack that? asked for uh, a sink? He said, <laughs> "He goes, Dad, can we put a sink in our fort?" I what said, is, "Why would you want a why sink? Does he need a sink." He said, "So we have water. Interesting. We're playing video games." What and I it? said, "You think I'm going to run electrical and everything out here?" He goes, "Yeah, <laughs> it's a fort." What's wrong with you? Yeah, I know. So, uh, so Knack came out uh, yes. for the for the PlayStation PS Plus this week, uh-huh. and uh, I texted you. Did you download it? I've not. I've been you, digging holes all you day. Should, and you should download it. And... Make your kids play that instead of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> what... Never gonna happen. <laughs> I, I know it's a super old game. I never played it. We never played it. I never launch. knew it existed. It was a launch title for the PS4. Uh-huh. It was like bundled with it. You would know the guy. Uh, it's this like monster composite thing of like bits and bramble. Uh, I don't know what to make of it, but you know, last week we talked about going back in time and playing games like Psychonauts, going back in time and playing Knack, even first out of the gates games uh, for a launch title feel like a time capsule to play this. Like even in, I wonder if the game was actually developed for the PS3 and then got pushed up to the PS4 at some point, because there are elements of it that the UI just looks bare bones as if like, there's no anything interesting. Like the pause menu was just slats of gray stuff. Oh, I do remember this now. Yeah. 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 So the Maguro 27 in the chat room says NAC two is the best game. Yeah. NAC two just came out now. No disrespect to the makers of Knack, what I don't get is how Knack is making games and a sequel on the PS4 and no Sly Cooper because they are definitely operating in the same arena. Uh, and Sly has a great series of stories, great characters. Knack is interesting. It's like an American-made anime, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because the 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 story is very like in your face with a lot of exposition. It, it feels like playing Metroid as you go through it. Uh, and I know lots of our listeners have played it already because there is a strange uh, that I haven't figured out mechanic where when you find pieces to mechanisms and lock boxes, it then go it stops recording. So there because it was you know the very beginning of the PS4. So they want to show you all the bells and whistles. It goes you have entered a a private screen, so we've stopped recording to to get to the screen. And it's all of your friends are listed with how long ago they've played the game. 
most everyone on my friends list, which is all of our listeners, is 30 days or more. So no one's playing this game since they got it for free. Wow. Uh, but then you can see who has also achieved that particular treasure in the game. But here's the best part. So the reason I, I got it was and brought it up now is because my kids were squirreling around. I was like, hey, I got a download of this game. I assumed it was going to be kid friendly. Let's play it. And I have much younger kids than you. They're two and five. I hand the controller to my two-year-old girl, and she just blah, 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 blah. She's playing with it. And then as we're playing, uh, something keeps happening in the game where like a mini version of Knack shows up, this little metal man, and I try to beat it up and nothing happens. And I keep going around. I'm like, is this a bomb? I can't pick it up. The controls are very limited. There's only like a punch and then a jump punch. Uh, and then I hand the controller to her brother, who's five. He starts moving around with the controller because I thought I was just sort of placating them. Like, yeah, you're playing too. He's controlling the mini guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume it's Nick. They never. It's not in the character of the story. It's just Knack, who has this big Michael Richter, Kevin Richardson voice that talks like this. Uh, and he uh, and he's got a little little metal version of himself. But the metal guy has unlimited lives. And so he, my son will just run off and get pelted by things. He just keeps respawning. So he's just like fodder a pawn for me because there's a lot of aggro going on and being, I'm being attacked by a lot of things all at once. And so it's can actually, he fight at all? Yeah, he's, he's a, he, he can fight. He can fight. He can do everything I can do. He can steal my power-ups and use it in the game. So it's actually been a lot of fun to dig into together. And so they take turns. Even the two-year-old get in there and play for a little while. I, it's five years old. It now? It's free. Nuh-uh. It's free. It's a five-year-old uh, launch title that's available now on your PlayStation when Plus. When is NAC 2 already out? I don't know. Chat room? Um, I believe it's on the way or it just came out. Um, um, I'll look it up too. Look at how about a Google? Just go home and Google. Nope. Uh, so many. Are you googling or are you playing drops? I can't do both. You can't do both. But while you look that up, release. Yes, we have so much to talk about after the break. I want to do Stump. I August twenty ninth, two thousand seventeen. So there it is. Oh, it came out last summer. A free demo was released August twenty ninth. I don't think the game was released on September fifth, two thousand seventeen. Oh, there you go. So I am super excited for Stump this week. Last week we talked about platformers would be the subject. So Knack is a platformer. We're on point. Dark Arborist is a is a platformer apparently (laughs) (laughs) um we have some there's some crazy updates going on with the future of the ps5 and what might be happening there and reasons why it might be different than what you're expecting because of the marketplace uh and also we have uh news about the uh fake ps5 that came out a couple years ago so a lot of ps5 news um also i have a project that i need our fans to weigh in on whether or not it's worth my time to do here uh, plus, we have Tales of Tyria, so lots to talk about All in the right. remainder of the show. We're going for four hours today. Let's uh, take another break, and uh, we'll come back and play some Stump It. Let's just Stump! Do you really? I do. That's interesting. South Street Band. You make uh, you make my dreams come true. Uh, what year was it released? Do you happen to know? No, I want to. I'm going to guess late '80s. Yeah. Oh, really? You guess. think? 
Uh, yeah, all but, that '80s uh, stuff always just rings a chord for me. I can, I, I, it's it's a song that will always put me in a good mood. But good to know. Does your wife know this trick? Uh, if I was so. your children, I would be listening. Maybe. I'd be like, "Hey, Dad, I know uh, my report card got a 52 out of something. <laughs> Check this out." <laughs> <laughs> I told you that, right? That's yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, that would be really weird. <laughs> it's very uncanny. Uh, 1980. Wow, I was way. I off. was going to say it feels early. It must have. I had to have seen it in a movie or something in the mid to late 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure anyway. it was around. All right, so it's time uh, for Stump It. It's time to to stump a lump. uh, To this other screen. Nobody's called in yet. Come on, guys. What's the phone number? It is 877-222-8323. You know, I didn't think of that. Do you think it's because I didn't give it out before we went to commercial? Oh, maybe. That's maybe why That's how they normally do. I meant to say that. We have got to get professional about this. I took 20 minutes to give you the outline of the show. It's true. (laughs) And then I didn't do any of it. I'm the so worst. far, so far we're great. Of course. Call now, 877-222-8323. Of course, if you're listening to this recorded, uh, don't do that unless you want to call and leave us a voicemail. We have the ability to listen to voicemails, mainly because Justin can press play at yes, any given time. I can. I'm very good at it. He too. also plays a lot of drops. Uh, he drops some things. Yeah. Uh, May the force be with you. Can, uh, while we're preparing for Stump, Justin, can you define the platformer genre for us? Yeah. I would, I, it, it doesn't, it, here's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I can't, <laughs> but it's going to be even funny for, for me to Oh, try. I'm lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it gets its, it gets its name because yeah. it is, uh, by nature, you are going uh, on platforms. Yes. Like it's, it harkens back to Mario mm-hmm. and Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. we're OG platform games because right, right, there right. were, levels and platforms yep. that you go to. So and without I, using a game in the title, can you define a platformer? Ooh. Uh yeah, it's it I would say in the definition. It involves something where there's there's got it well because Skylanders mm. doesn't jump. So I was gonna because I feel like that's a platform. Skylanders, the the first two well, are not yeah, platformers. But that's what I mean. like, the first two uh, Skylanders are dungeon crawlers. I feel my you know here's the thing. My first definition of a platform game, which is whenever I would see the um breakdown at GameStop of like looking through the genres of games. Yeah. The reason I would bypass the platform is because I thought it was the launch title for the game. Like it was oh. a game connected. So these are the platform games for Nintendo. Oh, and sure. Sure. Because they happen to be Mario On the Brothers, platform. Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Do we have a phone Sonic? call? A caller yeah, we, we actually want? Oh, great. Pick a good one. Uh, so we don't want me to... Um, no, you're going to you're going to try to define it, and so is our. Oh, so really? Is our That's going to be a real thing. All right, seven one six area code. You are on the uh, on the phone here. Let's hope I did it right. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Indeed. What's up, guys? What's up? Who's this? <laughs> this is Tyler. Tyler, are hi, you Tyler. High? Are you high right now? Hi, guys. No, I'm not. No, I'm. I'm just actually woke up from a nap. No, oh, okay. it's the same very, thing. Yeah, very, it counts uh, the same thing. Tyler. Silver. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, can you define a platformer without using oh. a game in the definition? This is worth no points in the um, game of Stump. <laughs> no points. <laughs> I think, um, oh, shoot. All right. I think a it's platformer hard, right? is probably, wow, guess who didn't think of their answer before they called in? Oh, that's um, tough. That's tough. Guys, it's it's simple. I'd say, it, it involves platforms. I'd, yeah, there you go. <laughs> really? Is, is that it? Yeah. Like you that, jump right? on platforms. That's it. You jump around. Anything I, that has platform mechanics of jumping between levels. But that's that's what I was kind of saying, but I felt I like I shot... I think, 
I think a platform too would be like, uh, like to get your right to jump on platforms, obviously, but to get from like A to B, like your objective. Yeah. Like it's very like, I don't know, like it's very different for other games. Like, uh, like Grand Theft Auto is not a platform because you not have a platform. to go there and there and then kill someone and do yep. this. But like, for example, like if you're gonna play Sly Cooper, you're probably like at least number one. You're probably just gonna get from the first place to the second place to get the key. And then you win, and then like you win that little platform mission. Yep, and that's a platformer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like Tyler. Tyler, right? This is Tyler. Yeah, yeah Tyler. this thanks, is good. Guys. Yeah, good. All right. So uh, hang up on him now. No, no. Oh, Tyler's yeah. great. He's our new co-host. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so in and the consistent rules of Stump is that they change every time we play it. For tonight's edition of Stump. Uh, I'm going to give you a trivia question, Tyler, or you, uh, in a moment, you can choose who goes first. Uh, if you get it right, you get to answer two more. You can answer three in a row at the most. Uh, if you get it wrong, we switch over to Justin. He gets a chance to steal, and then he can get up to three questions in a row. So it's like family feud almost. A little bit, yeah. So, But the, the most you can get in a row right is three, and then the other person gets a chance to okay. answer some questions. Uh, Tyler, knowing that, that there's also only nine questions, so let that be part of your strategy. Uh-oh. So if you sweep right. each other, somehow you won't. Uh, Tyler will win. Uh, <laughs> if you choose to go first. Tyler, do you want to go first or second in the game of Stomp? Um. I'm. I'll defer. You, I'll, I'll, that's the wrong answer. Defer. Defer. All right. All right. All right. You're gonna steal for the defer. Tyler should have said he'll accept. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yes, that's right. All right, Justin. Question number one. Released in 1981, this arcade game broke ground as the very first platformer. Donkey Kong. Correct. Yes. Suck that's it, what? Tyler. Oh. That's elite right now. You're playing elite. Stomp it right now. Okay. Uh, Number two. Larry, Morton, and Wendy first appeared in what platformer game? Larry, Mm -hmm. Morton, Mm -hmm. and Wendy? Mm -hmm. Mega Man. (laughs) (laughs) With the chance to steal, Tyler. Oh God! Um, I have no clue. Um, Three, two, <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no their clue. siblings are also Iggy, Roy, Lemmy, and Ludwig von Koopa in oh! Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh, no God. points. Tyler, it's okay. It's uh, they're they're very popular. Those Mario games. Some people have played them. All right, uh, Tyler. Yeah, I'm a millennial, so you know. You have heard of no Mario excuse. Brothers. No excuse. <laughs> I have no. I have most definitely heard. I've most definitely heard of Mario Brothers. I love that millennialism is a shield now. I don't. I don't know if it yeah, happened it, in 1995 <laughs> because that's millennial. Out of everything. I don't I'm know. Like, if I'm you sorry, I hit you with my car. I'm a millennial. <laughs> 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 That's how he always he's marking the time. <laughs> there you go. All right. So number three, the most licensed games suck, Tyler. I don't know if you know that, but this uh, platformer came out in 1989 and was so successful. Successful, it was remastered in 2013. Just so we're clear, millennials were alive in 2013, so you can't use that as a shield. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Do I go? Yeah, 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 yeah. You answer. This is your turn. Okay. 
Um, I'm really bad Is at it this. My turn um, you got it wrong. No, you, you got, got it wrong. No. I haven't. I didn't get the chance to answer. What that. did you answer? You know, I tried to answer the first one and I got it wrong, and then um, he got the, he got it right. Oh, and then he got it. No, he didn't get it right. Where are we in this? Is so it you your got turn? Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got Donkey Kong you right. Got Donkey Kong, and then I didn't even guess. Oh, you're right. Mario. And then he was yeah, and I got, I guessed something no, wrong. You got you guessed wrong, oh, so it's right. Tyler's okay, turn. My bad. Guys, come on. This is professional. This is a professional thing we're doing. Because I'm a millennial. Why am I listening to you? Regis wouldn't have put up with that. Is it my turn? To- yes! Shut up! Go! Get him off the stage! <laughs> Work with this. All right, Tyler. Most licensed games suck. <laughs> this platformer came out in 1989. It was so successful, it was remastered in 2013. It's a license? Platform? It's not your turn, Justin. I can't ask questions. That's um, fair. What? Oh, God. Can I, can I ask what platform? No. Like, what company? No. Three, two, one. It's not. There's no phoning a friend, Justin. Licensed. That's fair. That's fair. It's a licensed game. That was licensed platform. Mm-hmm. You know what a licensed game is? Yeah, it's after, like, a movie or mm-hmm. a, a property. A property. Of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it was remastered when? In 2013. 13 and it was remastered but the game has to be based on something another game An- another oh. game the same game in 1989 three I two one so- oh ducktails ducktails wow. ducktails all right justin yep all right this platformer was first to employ side scrolling but heads up it's known for not being very influential <laughs> <laughs> being influential this mm-hmm. game yeah mm-hmm. i feel like how could how could the well because super mario brothers was a side scroller mm-hmm. but so it'd have to be before that mm-hmm. that math adds up what would have been so it would have, have to be on the atari or something uh, tyler there's no googling could be an arcade game i can hear there you is, thinking no I'm, I'm very aware of this good you knows the answer no he Oh, if he no, knows I, this no, answer. I don't. But I'm just. I don't. <laughs> don't this don't, is nowhere don't. near. Like if it's if it's really that old, I'm screwed. Not in Pac-Man. <laughs> Tyler with the chance to steal. Already said he didn't Dick know it. Doug. Uh, I'll say I'll say Mega Man, but I really have no. Clue. Also, uh, Mega Man came after Super Mario Bros. Jump Bug was the first game, first platformer to employ side scroller. It came Who? five months. After Donkey Kong, would possibly know that I would. All right, before you found that, <laughs> no, okay. but uh, but I knew it wasn't Mario Brothers. I All knew right. there was no way that was the first side yeah, scroll. Yeah. Plus, the first Mario Brothers was not a side-scrolling game; it was a single-screen game. Oh, so, really? Yeah, the first Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers. That was a side-scrolling What's game. What's Mario Brothers? Then? Why Mario Brothers, just Mario Brothers, is the two Mario Brothers fighting turtles in their plumbing basement. As uh, and then they hit pows, and they're tiny the whole time. That's why it's called Super Mario Brothers. Because when they ate the mushrooms, oh, I didn't. I never super. played Mario Brothers. You've seen it. You know it's around. All right. Uh, putting on his magic hat. Whose turn is this? Mine it now? is Tyler's turn. Boo. Putting on his magic hat, Gomez is able to see the world around him as it truly is in this very unique indie platformer. Mario Brothers is a oh plumber simulator system. <laughs> Tyler. Um, Tyler. Come on, man. I have no. This is a I'm very millennial game. This is super millennial. Uh, I'm, oh, God, I don't even know if it's a platformer, but it sounds like it'll fit the bill. I'm going to say, like, 
Kingdom Hearts or something? Oh, like that? that's an RPG. Over to Justin. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Hit me with it again. Uh, putting on his magic hat, Gomez is able to see the world around him in this truly so for see the world around him as it truly is in this unique indie platformer. Psychonauts. <laughs> you guys, you guys, the, who does casting for this game he show? Was confident about that one. <laughs> I know. Fez. Fez. Oh. Fez. Over to Justin. In this platformer, Craft World is littered with stickers, logic gates, and doodads. Little big uh, planet. Yeah! Oh, suck it, Tyler. Too Too often. You got got two holes. Stupid millennial. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're so dumb. There are three questions left, so, Tyler, if he gets this wrong, you can still sweep him. Read a book instead of watching Netflix, moron. (laughs) In 2013, the successfully kickstarted, this uh, platformer successfully kickstarted $30,000. I'm sorry, $300,000 to bring NES quality graphics and gameplay to a new generation of gamers. The Kickstarter? Mm-hmm. It was a 2013 successful Kickstarter campaign that raised $300,000. And Tyler's trying to figure out the name of this? You know, you are. This, oh, this question's to you because you got the last one right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> I have to come up with the name of the Kickstarter? No, you have to come up with the name of the game. It's just the name of the game. That in 2013 raised $300,000 in Kickstarter in order to bring NES quality games and graphics to a new generation. Uh, oh, Minecraft. Tyler, I want you to dig deep and tell me what the answer is. <laughs> Minecraft was my guess. Oh, oh. Um, see, now I'm not so stupid, I'm, am I? I'm horrible. Um, That's a good point by you, though. <laughs> oh, 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 the music's got I don't got know. I, I, <laughs> dig deep all day. Oh no! Three, two, one. Arrgh. Shovel Knight. Nobody who knows Shovel Knight. No clue. Who doesn't know <laughs> yeah. Shovel Knight? How do you not know Shovel Knight? I feel like uh, it would be weird. Oh, I feel like it yeah, would be weird Shovel if I came up here. I was like, oh, Shovel Knight. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I've never missed Matt more. The hard. <laughs> <laughs> the hard part about this is not looking at the chat room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is tough. All right. Uh, question so number eight. Back to me. Ty- no, it's it's Tyler's because uh, oh, you got to run. Steal that one. Yeah. Now. Okay. So Tyler, this game hailed as the first 3D platformer explores different emotional centers of the brain when exposed to artistic imagery accompanied by moody music. And no pressure, Tyler, but you have to get this one right or you're mathematically eliminated. Yeah. um, I feel like I've been mentally eliminated for a while, too, though. (laughs) You're Um, millennial. You can't help it. I lack the confidence right now. (laughs) Oh, I no clue. Do or do not, there is no try. (laughs) That's Yoda. And you will achieve it. He was in that Attack of Clones movie you might have seen. <laughs> I actually, I actually like Attack of the Clones. Yes, of oh, course boy, you do. You're a millennial. Sorry, we lost him. He's gone. I don't know what happened to poor Tyler. <laughs> Justin, this game was hailed as the first 3D platformer. Explores different emotional centers of the brain when exposed to artistic imagery accompanied by moody music. I, I want to go back to Psychonauts. No, the first 3D platformer was not Psychonauts. It was Alpha Waves. Oh. Like in like 1990. Well, my, I was going to, I thought the first 3D platform was Super Mario Brothers 3. That's what I, but. That I, is not a 3D platform. It is a 2D what, side-scrolling See, that's game. what I thought. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. that's where I'm wrong. Mario 64 was a three, it was okay. the first 3D platformer. All right. So Tyler, we're going to give you a chance. 
You know what? No. Let's make this one worth two points. All right. This is worth well, this so is worth a thousand points. And Justin, you get to go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Released in 2004, this cell-shaded sequel tried to sneak in 3D glasses, but complications in production pushed it to the next installment. Sly Cooper. Oh, you got it! <laughs> Tyler, did you know that one? It was the only one I felt confident about. The, you knew? Oh, I should have let you have it. Yeah. Should have let you have it. <laughs> Tyler! Oh, you're the worst stuff in player in history. Oh, my gosh, you're so bad at this. Oh. This is like a really bad version of When Ben Signs Money, where oh. you don't really know much of what we're quizzing you on. Yeah. And I crush all good, it. All good. Every, Every time. time. Tyler. Every time I make these poor millennial pansies cry and they're just, I mean, how much, how much it must hurt you, Tyler, to spend so much of your life playing video games and have me just so crush much. you in a video game trivia show? I'm, I'm crushed right now, like emotionally. I hear oh it in God. your voice. Man, I hear you some trembling. Yes, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I just want you to be sorry that you exist. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for calling. Oh, Thanks suck so much, it, guys. Tyler, because you are so bad. <laughs> I'm hanging up on your dumb ass. Oh, oh you crushed him so bad. Oh, oh so mad. God. So mad games. Let's take a break. <laughs> Say that at home, I think it should still sound like that. Go, and it's tales of no, that's not right. It's you not do right. tales from Tyria. I have to practice. At home? I have to practice. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm a professional. I should practice more on stump. Evidently, there's. I, you even knew it was platformers. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, how did I know it was platformers? Because we said it was last week. Oh, okay. Anywho, so lots is happening in the world of Tyria now that we have a Griffin, as you know, uh, Karina and her squad of alternates has taken uh, our energies and focused it on attaining mastery points. Now, for the uninitiated, when you start this amazing, groundbreaking MMORPG, you I've begin <laughs> with a level one character, as you do in most games. Uh, your son, of course, gets to level three very quickly. I hate him. <laughs> as you rank up, you attain the ability to hold different weapons, which give you different abilities. Then after a certain, uh, while, you start to achieve uh, utility skills, which is your seven, eight, nine uh, keypads, so you get to press those to unlock more stuff. Then eventually you have elite skills, which is the zero key, and those are really awesome So weapons. not only is your character expanding, but the yeah. commands on the keyboard That's are expanding right. as well. That's right. That's Ooh. right. And every time, depending on what you're I holding... Lie, but I, feel like that, I find that very intriguing. It's great. And whatever you're holding in your hands is what happens with the one, two, and three key. If whatever's in your right hand is one, two, three key, or main hand. And what happens in your off hand is what happens on the four and five key. Ooh. The six key is your heal skill. So they're always the same no matter what. That's and if you an arborist. Ah, the dark arborist. <laughs> if you hold uh, a two-handed weapon, then all are the same. One, two, three, four, five. All the, you know, they're, they're connected. 
And then if you hold like a dagger in one hand and a, and a, a focus in the other, a magical object, then you have a set of three on one instead of two, and you could switch out the, the offhand weapon. Anyway, uh, so as you level up, you get attain more and more skills, but you max out at level 80. That's when it all stops. But then when they released the expansions, uh, they they told us they would never make the the max level cap higher than 80. And that has been true. So there's nothing. You're never going to meet anything harder Are than level 80. There? Oh, yeah. I've been there okay. for years. Uh, most of them. <laughs> I have uh, one of every profession. All of them are at level 80. But here's what's exciting. Oh, geez, a little. <laughs> oh good for you. Once you hit level 80, you have access to the expansion's uh, mastery points. And those mastery points give you a lot of mobility skills. Uh, things like in the first game, you could learn how to uh, glide. So that's when you first obtain your gliding. When we were learning how to ride a raptor or a griffin, those were mastery points that you have to get. So it's actually two economies at once. You have to earn the XP to go to the next level, mm-hmm. and you have to find the mastery points to spend them. So the first thing would cost one mastery point. You get a mastery point, then you earn enough XP, you can spend that one mastery point. The next one it requires uh, twice as much for two mastery points. So your skill bar goes up. Once you've attained enough skills, you can spend two mastery points. But here's what happens after you play for as long as I have. You start maxing out all the skills and stop being able to find mastery points. They become more and more difficult to acquire. In the beginning, there's simple things like completing a chapter. But if you're maxed out on everything, what good is a mastery point? The mastery points allow you to attain more and more skills within the world. They're like bonuses. So in the core game, it for example... So you've got like a skills tree. It's, yes, it's more of a latitude, but yeah, a tree. And you maxed out, mm-hmm. and but and if you find enough mastery points, then a secret one opens up and expands? they're not secret, but they're just next level. So they they're different types of masteries. You're attaining elite skills. So in the core game, but these go to eleven. These go to eleven. So so using the the gliding ability, when you first spend your one mastery point and get enough skills, you get the ability to glide. Then at two mastery points, when you have enough skill, you have the ability to slow your gliding, so you can have a little more control. Then at you once you achieve that skill, you unlock the ability to achieve another link level of skills. So you keep ranking up until so you, you don't get skill pick skip. where these mastery skills go. Or you you do because there's see. several okay, different charts. It. Yeah, now yeah. So you can. You can focus on gliding, you can focus on jungle dynamics, or you can focus on being able to eat different herbs in the area, all sorts of questionable things. So, <laughs> <laughs> And in, in the latest installment, that was learning different masteries with your, your mounts. So some of them would leap further or attack better or heal, and then they would share that ability with all of your mounts. So what's been great is that I'm currently level 169 <laughs> with mastery points. I think the max is somewhere around 270 right now. So there's a lot of mastery points out there that I don't have. Damn, Gina. But as I said, it, I have a lot of, of skills. I'm maxed out on a lot of, like, meaning I've earned enough skill to spend mastery points. I just haven't gone through the trouble of earning any mastery points to spend. So that's where we're at now. This past week, we went into fractals, which are these sort of episodic dungeons that 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 have a, a series of them. They kind of tell a story about the world of Guild Wars being shifted and moved around. You get to replay moments in the Guild Wars history in these uh, like 10, 15 minute dungeon episodes 
story and everything. And in this most recent one, we were in the chaos where two of these moments in histories were colliding with each other simultaneously. And there were two earlier chapters. And by achieving going through that, I was able to uh, earn a mastery point one, uh, two of the three that I need to go up to level 172 within the core game. So by the time we do Tales of Terry next time, I plan to at least be a uh, mastery point rank of 172. We'll see if I can go higher oh, than that. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how hard is that to achieve? It depends on the mastery point and the amount of skills. So when you just need, I remember the first time uh, it, th- that I had to achieve a mastery point level thing to get the gliding. It is longer. It takes more time than the general bar to achieve the next level. Uh, and now, if it's a one-point mastery, I seem to do it in no time at all because there's just so many XPs laying around. And, it's, it, and that's just by fighting... Doing dungeons, and playing, um, playing a dungeon events. would be like a side mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about the game is that it's non-linear, right? So you just sort of ex- decide what you want to do. Do you play some PvP or what's called World v World, which is server versus server? Do you go off and do boss battles because they're just a rotating calendar on every twenty minutes inside the giant world of Guild Wars? There's a n- another boss that shows up on a map. All the servers are all synced together, so you can all just stay as a giant roaming party all over the world. Ranking up XP. There are maps that have con- continual events that happen every 90 minutes. You can get, keep doing that over and over. So you can grind if you like grinding. You can explore new things if you like exploring. Me, I like doing new things all the time with different characters. So you're, but yeah, because you're more doing the story. I like the stories, which is why <laughs> once I got to the end of all the current content, I was like, what do I do now? Oh, some mastery points would be nice. They'd be good to get that. And up how there. long do you have to wait before like the next episode? Well, right now in the world of Guild Wars, we're celebrating the Year of the Dog, as so many are. Oh, with, uh, that's right. So there's Chinese a New Year. yeah, there's a fun festival oh, that's happening right now for Valentine's Day. They don't generally do that one. Or Guild what? Wars One used to do some Easter stuff, but they even stopped that. They give out chocolate bunnies, <laughs> but they don't do that do anymore. They taste delicious. Instead, for April Fools, which is on Easter this year, uh, they do an eight-bit version of the game in a in a a platformer that looks like Minecraft. So you get to take your Guild Wars character and have them hop around in That's this fun. in this platformer, this two this eight bit platformer. Now, in that it, on April Fools, do you have the option of going? I don't want to do this anymore, or does oh, the, sure. the world's always like that in the eight bit for that? No, day? no, it's a it's a particular event that okay. you can do. You go you through can a portal. They it. call it a uh, an adventure simulator. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a game within a game. That's fun. That's pretty great. But that'll be later in April. I like that. That's Tales from Tyria. Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, 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 uh. Hey, did you know that the PS5 was going to come out last year? I heard about this. Did you hear about the the video that someone made? There was a there was a stretch of time where people were making these very high end industrial looking promos for technologies, and then but they were using CGI effects to like show you the next iPhone, like the iPhone seven. And so it had things like magnetic locks, like the iPhone seven, you take two iPhones and click them together and the screen would expand. It was all fast, but it would, it would catch virally and everybody would be like, this is real. So there was the iPhone or the PS five that was going to have uh, a controller that was going to disassemble into two pieces and allow you to um, use the same controller for VR and non VR. Do you remember this commercial at all? But so for some reason it's re kicked up this week in Facebook and it's being spread around as if it's real because at the end of it, it says PS five available now starting at $500. (laughs) People are like, it's such a great, Oh no, I I can't buy it. And they're like, it's, it's not real guys. It's not a real thing. 
But their mock-up has a, a dashboard on the front of the box that has buttons. So, like, you know, when you're scrolling on the main menu, all of those are on the front of the console. Why would you want that? You wouldn't want that. And then it has, a, on the back, it has click release for two terabyte drives. So <laughs> Why would you want that? Why would you want that? Why the only that thing I could think of is that if you wanted to, uh, like, go, if I want to go over to your house, but yeah. I don't want to have to download my... But that's the opposite that of the direction that the PlayStation wants you to go. They right. want you to have a unit. Everybody gets a unit. And get online. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's one of those like baits that just well, drew no, everybody in. But we would both have a unit if I just took my if I could have my hard drive mm-hmm. and then come over and plug it into your house I and then be able to play my games or you know what I mean, whatever I have. That's interesting. So your entire library would be on this thing. To That'd be, be make it a little more mobile. Because yeah, yeah. right now, if you come over to my house, you have to remember your username and password to sign I, in. I it think that's easier than carrying a hard drive. But I don't think you have all of the stuff. You don't yeah, have yeah, all of the stuff true. that you you could have if you had a two terabyte drive. Listen to me argue for this thing that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. exist. They're not going to do it. But there is, I did find a site that has specs on what they think that the PS5 will happen. Uh, and they were like, what happens at E3 2018? So they had five things. And they had some really good points because uh, I was looking specifically to see if the PS5 will be a portable system because I love the Switch. Like the Switch yeah. I'm so jealous of the Switch. But they brought up really solid points that the PlayStation is never going to want to let go of having incredible graphics. Yeah. And they're just not going to see that kind of hardware on a portable right. system. What they like to do is be superior. That's right. That's right. So what PlayStation... In all ways. In all Oh, uh, uh, Other superior than five port, port, portability, <laughs> uh, mobility. Yeah, that one, that one. They're not so much. Although I, I wish that you know, I wish I would have stayed doing stand up for a little bit longer, so I could have experienced. I was this close yeah. to buying uh, one of those cases that mm. had a monitor in it. Yes, yes. I think about getting those all the time. Well, just once a year when I go on vacation, but I want one all the time. (laughs) So I went to PS5PlayStation5.com, and these guys are crazy for anything PlayStation 5 related. They have all the, and they're legit. Like, they've really thought this stuff out, and they have news and stuff. So uh, they were thinking, like, what would it be like to to make this portable system? And this was actually my um, banner on my Twitch page for a long time. And I'll show you this here. This is a this is an actual patent of a PlayStation uh, Sony device that looks like a switch. It uh, looks like a switch. This patent was registered before the switch was released. Uh Oh, but uh, many people have said oh, that, no. that <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, if you haven't seen this before, you know, all patent drawings are just simple line drawings. And then they have uh, markers to indicate what the different technical specs are. But it does look like if if a PlayStation controller yeah. and a switch controller were merged together in a bad uh, uh, teleporter Instead of that big touchpad in the middle of the PS4 controller, imagine having a screen. A square, very square of an iPad mini. Yeah. So I would, I mean, you could see if this was the device, say that this evolved, you could see how those two things on the side, because they're almost uh, recessed, they're kind of detached. You could remove those and those could be the VR controllers that you could then click back onto the thing. But again, going back to the fact that they're never going to compromise graphics for portability. That's just not their business model. That's Nintendo's. It's not Sony's. But what they what we could see, what they speculate, is a dockable unit. So that just like the Vita has dithered down graphics for PlayStation 4 titles, 
imagine that you would have some sort of portable version of your console that when you needed to charge or play on the big screen, you dock it into that. And that is like a graphics, a GPU, an external GPU for the entire system that bumps up the resolution for your TV. Why do I feel like, not this last E3, but maybe one or two ago, that that was the scuttlebutt about like, oh, what's the new Xbox going to be? Well, then yeah, what's yeah, the yeah, new yeah. PS, PlayStation mm-hmm. going to be? Yeah, Wasn't yeah, yeah. that, is that a couple of years ago? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we're still there. So the, there, it's most likely at this year's E3, we will see a hint of something or at the very least we know in back rooms they'll be showing the hardware. Because it feels like it's been like we've had this console for a while. It's been five years. Yeah. It's a five-year-old console, which is not the oldest PlayStation console Don't or they usually or go Xbox. five to seven? Five, seven is the long end of things that the PS3, as we discussed last time, was around for a very long time. But five years is fine. They also said that that VR would be a necessary component of the Ugh. PS5. However, they would probably not be sold together. These are those are actual Sony people saying. I I think that they're important, but I don't think that you, we can make people buy it together. Yeah, that would make the console that's like a seven eight hundred dollar purchase. Yeah, I just don't see that happening unless. It's a portable system. If the screen... a portable VR system. Yeah, here's what I'm trying to say. That same screen... Oh, like the Samsung thing? That same screen that is portable could be your, gla- your goggles. That would be a whole big game changer. So then you can take that to go. You could take that and do VR anywhere. That would be... be that phone. is yet done. It could be your phone. And it could be... It can dock or sync somehow with the with the home console version. It's interesting that people would pay $700 for a cell phone but not for a VR video. I think it's experience. because the cell phone has a, a wide range of capabilities uh whereas the gaming console has two. Right, but a cell phone you you figure you're going to keep that for 2 or 3 years tops. Yeah, that's true. And the gaming console, if you spend yeah, if you, if you have years a, or more. less than five, you're annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you make me get a, a 4K version? Obviously, 4K will be intrinsic to it. Probably Blu-ray will definitely be a part of it because Sony loves Blu-ray. Then that's not going anywhere. How long anywhere. before we don't have disc drives? There it is. There you finally hit on it. So the reason why they think that now the, who's a professional? Well done. I figured out for the end of the Stop show. Stop it. <laughs> so here's the big news that came out this week: is that uh, we may see a, an early release or a pushed up accelerated production cycle for the ps5 because google wants to make a console you should see his face wow (laughs) project yeti by google uh is a completely streaming console system the idea being that there would you would require absolute wi-fi there would be no discs no way to put anything on the thing. I guess there'd probably be a USB port or something to interface with it, but it would be a streaming console because it's Google. They're going to keep everything in the cloud. They're going to keep everything in the cloud. Wow. And we've seen with uh, PS uh, View or the PlayStation Now subscription and the Xbox has a, a gaming cloud ability where you can stream games without putting stuff on your console. Bandwidth is getting bigger. I mean, even cell phone providers are providing unlimited to yeah. data. This is not that far off. And in two years when this thing drops, three maybe if things get pushed out, we may be looking at a time where like streaming is just as easy as it's easier than downloading things to your phone. Wow. Electrifying. What I would like to see happen, though. <laughs> Who's is, that guy? That's uh, George Norio, coast to coast. <laughs> that is exciting. Um, the... Uh, 
what I would like to see happen, and this is only because I'm the guy who likes to sell the games on eBay, is that there's a part of me that's like, I love it. Yeah, I love moving forward. What I love about <laughs> it is, is that you you don't make a hundred copies of your game, say, yeah, right, mm-hmm. and then those hundred copies, you only profit from those hundred copies, but. Yeah. Uh, distributors profit two or three times over on yeah, those hundred copies absolutely. or a percentage of them, right? If everything goes digital and downloadable and streaming, then you make the money. But yeah. guys, mm-hmm. I really am going to need you to come down by about 15, 20 bucks. I don't know. Look at Apple. They've been doing, this is a 10 year old business model for Apple, if not longer with the iTunes store. And they sell gift cards at Christmas for you to be able to shop in their store to my movies and music and TV shows and apps. Like they are, and they've been doing it, right? So it's not like it. And if the the songs have gotten more expensive, exactly. they jumped it up for a they've buck got, to a buck twenty nine. That's right. So if they, if Apple is doing and successfully for ten years, there's no reason why you know what? everyone else can let go of the retail space. I'm going to backtrack because somebody's got to pay for the the storage, right? Mm-hmm. And everything exists not in my house, not on my console, in the cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I want to know how long before that phrase becomes a, an annoying well, thing. Well, technology is moving Let's towards... Let's get Tyler on the horn. He's a millennial. He'll be able to, tell us. <laughs> be able to put up his millennial show, shield. <laughs> I mean, uh, technology is moving away and away from even the cloud, being that it's a dedicated space, like a server, and moving more and more to like mesh networks where it's, it's in your clothing and yeah. we're just sharing data every Everywhere. And data becomes as invisible as words are to us now. They're just part of things. I, I, I mean, this. Ne- what are we in? This is seventh generation of game, maybe eighth generation of gaming. I think it's seven. Uh, with the way the... Ex- what this- would be the first? Uh, let's not do that math now. Okay. <laughs> I love that you went right for it. You're like, so number one. <laughs> well, I was trying to, th- I was counting and then I was like, well, wait, that's not number one. You know, Atari is the first generation, I believe. Yeah. Anywho. Oh, sorry. Well, let's do that next week. Generation of gaming. Millennials can weigh in. Um, so it, it, th- with technology moving in that direction and the technical specter- or sector just accelerating at such a quick rate, I-, I really think we're looking, this next generation is going to be uh, a complete paradigm shift to what we've been experiencing up until this point. You got to watch Black Mirror. I did. Oh, I watched your episode. Did you like it? Oh, man, I loved your episode. The We're now USS shifting to, to the USS Callister episode. Spoiler alert. Justin, did you want me to watch that episode because it was about Star Trek or because it was an incredible morality tale? Both. Oh, my gosh. It was everything to me. Yeah. Did you know that I would be just flipped out about yeah. the morality of yes. it? So yes. powerful. I have not stopped I knew that, thinking about I knew it. Because I thought that I, when I watched it, I said, this will... Now imagine being in my body, right? Okay. Yes, please. And I'm watching this thinking that's an entire show of which there are four seasons. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I thought yeah. that was what the show was when they... And, oh, really? I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Really? Oh, I'm so... Like, I was, I was stoked. And then when I went to the next one and I found out it was like the Twilight Zone, I was like... What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. So you thought that that was like the big cliffhanger yeah, I, I thought that from was, season four. I thought that was the pilot, and here we go. Oh, and I that see. That was going to be the see. whole show because I was like, that to me is a is an incredible concept. That would be a cool For an entire point. show. And I was like. And, so and, that crew would be going through the, the, the real video and, game and, world. And, and it and, would be such a great thing for them to deal with because in that aspect, yeah. they would be living in a video game world with endless possibilities yeah, 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 yeah. except 
their lives would really be at stake and everyone else's wouldn't. Yeah, that's a good story. And then meanwhile, you have this villain that is a classic Trek. Right. He would be able to break through the firewall or whatever. You know what I mean? And the two worlds would fight. And so you'd have new Trek versus. That's a great premise. Yeah, I was like. I'd watch that show. Yeah, so what I I thought about it was is that I go, I, I want Kevin to watch this because I think. The Star Trek, like, ripoff, yeah. right, will be the thing that he thinks is why I want him to watch it. But it was more about, look at look at what this does and, yeah. and, and, and the fact that this guy's just playing a game. Well, that's it. I mean, that's what blew me away. And sorry for the spoiler alert, uh, but if you haven't seen it at this point, you probably don't care. Uh, to ex- To put man in a position where... He can do whatever he wants. You know, we we often hear it said like, you know, people are basically good. And they did such an expert job in storytelling of setting you up the most sympathetic character yeah. you could possibly imagine. This poor guy is the heel to everyone's heel. He, he has a glimmer of romantic prospects. And then you learn that in his off time, he is the the most evil person you could possibly imagine. Not like fantasy evil. He is fully yeah. aware that he is torturing souls. He is a, he is a devil incarnate, and what, he elects to do it. But what he is doing is no different than playing Grand Theft Auto yeah. and after you're done with a lady of the night, killing her and taking the money back as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It, except, he, except that they're real people and they have like... not to him. I, the, is that crazy There's though? some level of like, yes, they're not real because they're computers, but they're also but exactly... Uh, yeah, they are yeah, yeah. carbon copies. They are uh. digital Carbon copies of the real people with all of their same awareness and everything. And that's the thing. Oh, such a great so if, if humans, if people are basically good, then you would have pity on these right. people. But no, he has nothing but wrath for them. And then, and then all hell breaks loose. It's a phenomenal show. I had not stopped thinking about it. And then, of course, I had to go back over to Star Trek Discovery. And <laughs> off air, we have to discuss that show because I, know. I have such a good friend. Every time that see, when I watch Discovery, man. Every time I watch it, I go, I go, oh, this is gonna make him angry. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. You I just, just tell because I like it. Oh, like, I love it. No, I'm, oh, you I'm, do. I'm hooked. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm oh. on board. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I love it. Oh, okay. We'll more, talk more about on that. that later. So before we go, yes, I have, I have a proposal for everyone. So I, I have been, and this is funny after our oh, conversation right. with Tyler. So no, no, it's all right. I, I didn't. Uh, so after our conversation with Tyler and Attack of the Clones, it's really apropos. So I, I've been exposing my child to the Star Wars films. Uh, to catch you up, I, I allow him to unlock them one at a time in the order in which they were released. He has wa- finished the complete, the original trilogy. You unlock them. every. Uh, he has to watch each film three times and he has to wait a minimum of three weeks before he can watch the next film in the franchise. This allows him to anticipate a a simulated version of the anticipation that we did waiting, all of us, millennials or or, uh, baby boomers or whatever we are. He's watching them in chronological real life order. He's watching them in published order. Uh, And then I'm debating what to do once we get to the end of the prequels, whether or not he will see... Uh, Rogue One before jumping into episode seven, only because we have the ability chronologically. It's a fun gap in between the two. It'd be a good like circle. Like here's okay. Here's Rogue One. Now remember Luke. Okay. Now let's go on. I don't know if he's, he also might be too young for Rogue One. Oh, you say no. All right. Well, I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Uh, Rogue One has some great moments to it. So um, and they have Legos, so it has to be acceptable for kids. They made Lego characters yeah, out of it. So it's Star Wars. It, now you remember when when Phantom Menace came out? There we 
the general reaction was excitement, right? And then I felt like as the dust settled, everybody kind of took a, a seat back and was like, something wasn't right about that film. And then there was like, a, and it was before the internet was as strong as it is now, so there wasn't a lot of room for communities to talk and compare notes. But by the time the third film was there, there was ample room for for fans to have conversations. And it was generally not loved. Now, all due respect for anybody that grew up with the films, just like any of us that grew up with the original films, I know that there's a deep and emotional connection, but the the new trilogy, the prequels rather, do not sit with the original films. They they do n- this is a well-known fact to the point where uh there's an entire YouTube series of what if the prequels were good uh in which he speculates that uh George Lucas came in with his script for Phantom Menace and he said, "Well, let's go through the story beats and then kind of did a part critique and then part reordering of the fr- of the film and then built two more movies with that using storyboards that he had somebody draw." And he he kind of reimagined the original trilogy. Uh the problem is that he felt tied to uh, to a lot of the orig- to the elements within the prequels, uh, and then also he he stood on what I think is a um, uh, a miscalculation to say that you cannot include elements from the prequels uh, without being fan service. I don't think that's accurate. Also, he wanted to write a series of movies that actually would work chronologically before the the original trilogy as if you could watch them one two three four five six i think that's wrong because you can't unwatch a movie we have seen episodes four five and six so this proposes a very fascinating opportunity to actually look at four five and six and ask ourselves what did those movies say was going to happen in the first three movies and what were we expecting to see after seeing four five and six and we didn't get it. That wasn't. And I think that's generally why on a, In addition to some other film problems, like those original three movies don't really have a lead character to them. They don't have a directed arc. I think that Lucas and I'm not the only one that felt this way. Powers that be were focused too much on on setting up the original movies. I just I, that's that's all I know. Like like I remember making them and now I'm going to make something else. And that's I don't mean to be flippant. But to be fair, people have said much worse things. I think I'm being kind, but I think it's evident in it that they're they're unbalanced. So here when I started discussing this prospect with my wife, she suggested you should share this with the with your podcast audience. So my my curiosity is, would we be interested in me using script analysis techniques, examining the original trilogy and then going through almost in an part creative writing experiment slash um, uh, academic experience of script writing slash a fan geekdom uh, filling in the slots of what those films should have been or could have been using the information in the original trilogy or do our fans love the the prequels so much because they grew up with them general grievous is amazing darth maul with the double lightsaber school no matter what the emotional tie to those movies is very real and i'm not going to pretend to tell you that their movies are terrible i grew up with goonies i know goonies is not great i grew up with gremlins i know gremlins is not great but you're never going to get me to stop loving gremlins too it's not going to happen so i get that they're your prequels but this is my proposal. Is it worth my time to present it to our audience here? Would you find it interesting? Or should we just admit, dude, that pod racing stuff was pretty fun. Uh, can we put a poll up? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so where would they find which? Which I don't which know. Facebook or Twitter I don't know. Or, or what do you want to do? Is there, um, 
What's that dialogue box that we're supposed to be using right now? What's that? I don't know. Uh, oh, Discord? Discord, yeah. I don't think that does a poll. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I think mm. I even used the wrong emphasis. Discord? Discard. Discord. It's discard. Discord? Discord. Dis- Arborist. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I don't see why we wouldn't, mm-hmm. but I think that the the most efficient way to do it is to throw a poll up on Facebook and give I, it a couple weeks. That's the problem that because I feel like play catch up with episodes. I feel like I'm about mm, five years behind. Had I proposed this idea five years ago, it'd have been like, yes, we yeah, want that. But, but now we're getting movies all the time. We got a Han Solo movie coming. We've got we, Star Wars is being righted that everybody can enjoy. That the new you know, post trilogy, whatever you call it, like yeah, the yeah. new ones that are coming out now. Disney-fied. The difference is, is yep. that the, they are also making standalone movies because I agree with your theory of mm-hmm. the fact that what George Lucas was, he wasn't making a movie like in its own little slot. Yeah. yeah. He was just trying to s- explain why all of these people existed explain. later on. Yeah, that's exactly it. He was explaining why these things and were all later he was, The only person I felt like he was explaining was Darth Vader. Yeah. And we knew that from beat one. He's just saying yeah. there's no there's no arc to him. He's just an angry little boy. And all, we're just it was it's as if you're watching a Greek tragedy in which, you know, the ending. Yeah. And we're just we have nothing better to do but to watch this spectacle in front of us that a, a rewatching of Phantom Menace has really and I've loved that movie. I watched I saw it five times in the theater. So you can't accuse me of being a hater. I love it. But, I don't think you're too late. OK, I think because there are podcasts a plenty <laughs> that literally are just devoted to Star Wars. That's fair. That's and I, fair. And I remember I, I've listened to a couple of them, and I know people who love them. Yeah. And I'm just like, how how can you do a weekly show? And this is before the new movies were coming oh, yeah. out. This yeah, is yeah, ten yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how could you do a weekly show about six movies? Or or Firefly. People do it about Firefly. Right. They got a season and a movie. And you're still talking every week. What you're saying is just like a segment on the show where we would spend time to, are you saying we would do a series of the whole show would be of that? Uh, No, probably that thing. Like I, here's, here's what I explored this week. uh, And, and here's what I think it reveals. And then over time I would maybe assemble them together in some other package to present to the world. But for now, here would be an audience to re- to deliver this idea. And the to. fun part of that is that once you've done the first three movies, then maybe that gives uh, the listeners or you an idea of something else. Maybe, maybe, maybe you unpack Gremlins too. Oh, <laughs> the thing that's exciting about using the prequel—I always feel like it's a problem that can never be solved. Right? There's no way to undo the movies; they exist. The prequels exist. So I feel like all—I was just explaining this or going over this earlier—that that because those movies were not all that they could be, I feel it has made the inner the movie making industry and in science fiction and fantasy and better in general better for it because we saw the potential and it fell short. So now stuff is super tight. Like people pay attention to details at levels that we weren't paying attention to 15, 20 years ago in storytelling. I think it's largely because of this. Furthermore, I think that a, a Star Trek writer being tasked with the with the goal of writing a prequel trilogy would have knocked that out of the park because they did it not shortly after with shows like Star Trek Enterprise, which became so in world thick that new audiences couldn't they couldn't deal with it. How long and, and do you think this is a better way to form, phrase this question. Is George Lucas alive or dead mm-hmm. when the powers that be at Disney decide to yeah. replace those first three? Yeah, I've, I've thought that same thing. I think that they, 
I, I, I uh, very dead. Uh, a long time. Really? Dead. You think yeah, so? Yeah, yeah. I would be surprised if we see it in our lifetime. Here's the deal. It took 40 years for a, a gentle reboot of Star Trek. And that was an in-world sanctioned reboot. Uh, of the original Star Trek. Uh, that's with a lot of other things. You're the, talking about the jump from the original mm, to the next generation. To the J.J. Abrams. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, 40 years. Oh, you mean movies? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Just anything. Like from Star Trek to having someone else play Kirk and Spock while Kirk and Spock were oh, still okay. alive. I see right? what you mean. Okay. But Gene Roddenberry has Long been gone. gone for 15 years at the, at the point that J.J. Abrams took the mantle. Uh, I cannot see uh, Disney doing that to, to the Lucas estate and anything. Uh, until way too like so far down that even you and I will care less. We may not even be breathing by the time they bother. So to if do that it. gets announced, like say they do solo and then they do Yoda and then they got their Boba Fett movie, right? Yeah. Those are the ones I heard about. Mm-hmm. And then you mean to tell me that in eight years yeah. from now, they just come out and they go, Hey, guess what guys? Reimagination of Phantom Menace. I just don't see it. I don't see it anytime soon. I would love it. What I think they do instead is these spinoff prequel movies because all of their spinoffs so far are all happening prior right. to. So they're like prequels, right. right? That's what I mean. So we'll see. I would love like that's why I would like to present not what if Star Wars was good, but how it was supposed to be. <laughs> like, let's have a reimagining of what the potential was. Um, and maybe those could be, you know, would be great is if Yoda finishes, like pops out the DVD from, from, uh, Revenge of the Sith. And he's like, that's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, and here's what really happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Disney logo. Uh, <laughs> that's my proposal. When you wake up, Cricket comes out and goes, get ready for a movie, kid. <laughs> and then Michael Eisner is there. <laughs> and it's Sunday night, y'all. Uh, millennials don't get it. Again. <laughs> all right. Well, I feel like we should put up like a, a, a Twitter poll or something. Or do oh, you rather do- just people. Yeah, I can do that on Twitter. Let's do that. I have Twitter a I have a very active Twitter account. So uh, tweet uh, the Kevin Miller, and I'll put up a poll. I think you can make it seven days long. Yeah. So we'll do it for seven days. Uh, vote whether or not I should do this. I don't. I, I get um, two hundred eighty characters. I hope I can make that explanation. <laughs> two hundred eighty. Yeah, I feel like it's as simple as saying, "Should I spend time on the show?" Yeah. Re-explaining how I think the original Star Wars trilogies could be remade made better oh man made right were we writing that down was someone recording that i was shoot oh wait i didn't record this no! time oh we uh. i would jump in the yard in the raining la yard uh. and roll around and then just go home uh, <laughs> all right uh, don't forget to follow kevin on twitch tv uh that's yep. twitch.tv yeah i believe so. is it uh, unlockable man no, oh unlockable the kevin man. I think it's Unlockable Man. Anyway, Twitter's what matters right now. The right. Kevin Miller. The Kevin Miller on Twitter, Unlockable Man on Instagram. All of our social media handles are in the description of this here episode. You can add 877-222-8323 to your phone. Then you're always ready to call and play uh, the stump game. Uh, you can also, <laughs> that you can one also, I'd play. That's not bad. You can also go to <laughs> mixlr.com slash Gamerland and listen live just like all these badasses. And evidently, we hang out and chat with people for 15, 20 minutes while I edit the show and get it ready. And there it goes. And evidently, there's a Discord. How about how about we agree at some point soon, you you take Stump. You come up with the question. I come up with the Stump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, this is just going to gonna, be hard. Oh, it's going to be epic. Oh, I can't wait. You want to do it next time? Sure. All right. You're the Stump Master. Oh, it's going down for real. I mean, the Stoopy. See? Yeah. Now you know what it feels like. <laughs> 
Tyler will still suck at that so hard. Oh, my God, I crushed your ass. <laughs> On behalf of Tyler's misery and pride being gone. It's just worse. <laughs> I'll be having Kevin Miller saying, okay, okay bye. bye.